listening to the U Urban Bible Study Leaders Training Podcast. The U curriculum is especially created by and for urban and multi-ethnic churches. This podcast is designed to help leaders lead a Bible study using LifeWay's U Urban Bible Study resources. Each week, we examine the biblical passage, review some questions teachers may face, and give a practical teaching tip. I'm Dr. Mark Croston, General Editor for the U Bible Study, and today I'm joined by Brenda Croston. Uh, she is my wife and one of our women trainers for LifeWay. Hello, Brenda. Hey, Mark. Thank you for having me for this discussion on discerning the voice of God. As you mentioned, this is week three. I believe you mentioned that this is week three. And this session is, does it call you to trust God? When we are discerning the voice of God, does it call you to trust God? Our scripture passage is Hebrews 11, one through six, and then skip down to verses 13 through 16. All right, so our point for this lesson is discerning and obeying God's voice calls for faith in him. And so how does faith help us to discern the voice of God? Faith proves God. There's our first point. Faith proves God. Let me read Hebrews 1, 11 through 3. Now, faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. For by this, our ancestors were approved. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. And so... Why is this important? Uh, faith proves God. How do we know we can hear the voice of God? How do we know we can trust God? How, do, how can we discern his voice? Well, it's all by faith. It's all by faith. And so Hebrews chapter 11 just reminds us of that. Faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. And so faith says, I can't see it. I can't quantify it. Uh, I can't count it, uh, but I'm going to trust it. I'm going to trust these things by faith. And that's what God calls us to do in this time and age where we want to Google everything and prove everything, God still calls on those who will be his followers to trust him by faith. What are you thinking here, Brenda? Well, um, this uh, first, these first few verses in Hebrews is talking about my favorite thing, the creation account. And I think what this does is helps to prove God and take the pressure off of us. So when we are trying to discover whether or not God is speaking, whether or not his word is true, all of those things, this helps to prove who God is because he created everything that we can lay our eyes on from his spoken word. There was 
nothing, I, I like to say that nothing didn't even have a designation until he made it nothing. And then nothing from nothing, everything was called out of it. That proves who God is and makes him trustworthy and takes the pressure off of us. When we are trying to discern and obey the voice of God, sometimes it comes with pressure. Let's just be real. I want to be a good Christian. I want to do all the right things. I want to say all the right things. Well, we don't have this kind of power. So we're ultimately going to fail in, at some point. But faith proves God and not us. And so I've been telling everybody that I come in contact with, I don't have to prove me. I don't have to work for God and I don't have to work for me. I have to work from God that when I recognize that he is creator, that he is sustainer, ruler, all of those things, it takes this pressure off of me and I can lean wholeheartedly into him because if I listen to his voice, discern that it is, it is his and obey it, it's going to prove him, his glory, his honor. And it takes a lot of pressure off of us. So another thing is that uh, when uh, God allows experiences to come in our lives in order to increase our faith, right? So faith proves God, and yet, um, yet we have to trust God not knowing uh, all the details. And so God allows experiences to come in our lives. And the purpose of those experiences is to increase our faith so that as we have trusted him and seen him work in smaller things, we now have increased faith to trust him and, and depend on him in even larger things. Faith proves God. Why does God do all this? Because faith pleases God. All of this is around the idea of faith pleases God. Let's read this second section, verses four through six. It says, by faith, Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith, he was approved as a righteous man because God approved his gifts. And even though he is dead, he speaks through his faith. By faith, Enoch was taken away, and so he did not experience death. He was not to be found because God took him away. For before he was taken away, he was approved as one who pleased God. Now faith, now without faith, it is impossible to please God. Since the one who draws near to him must believe that he exists and rewards those who seek him. What are you thinking, Brenda? So, yeah, I was looking at the question in the text. How can someone else's faith impact our lives? Well, this chapter is known as the Faith Hall of Fame. And so as believers, we are looking at these men and women who uh, display amazing faith in God. But on a more personal note, in, in trying to discern and obey the voice of God for myself, I think about my mom, 
who, when she was met with adverse experiences, I saw her hold fast to her faith in God. And because that was true, it taught me how to do that. It, it, it encouraged me to do that. And so how can someone else's faith impact our lives? Greatly is the answer. It's the easy answer, answer greatly. And so while I talked about the in the last section that we don't have, um, we shouldn't have pressure on us because faith proves God, but we do have a responsibility to uh, submit ourselves wholeheartedly to God and live a life of faith because there are people around us who are watching who will be encouraged and they will see God's power in our lives, causing them to latch hold to their own faith. Right. So God wants us to uh, really trust in him and not just hold on to the things that we see, not just to get and gain and grab, but to trust him by faith. He wants to develop a personal, living, vital, loving relationship. And that's why faith is so important, because uh, if I'm going to develop a relationship with anybody, then I have to have faith in them, and I have to lean on that faith. And that's why faith pleases God so much, because it is a reminder that we are leaning and trusting and depending on him. So, wow, this is a, this is a powerful um, message coming out of uh, this text on discerning God's voice. And how do we do it? We, we're doing it by faith. We're trusting that when we're trying to follow God's way, and when we're trying to hear God's voice, we're trusting him by faith because he is not he is not verbally coming out of the sky and talking to most of us. Right. We are reading his word and he's speaking to us from his word and his Holy Spirit is ministering that word to our hearts. And then we trust it by faith. And when we do that, God is pleased. Here's the third point. Faith, trust in God's promises. Trust in God's promises. Let's read verses 13 through 16. These all died in faith, although they had not received the things that were promised, but they saw them from a distance greeted them and confessed that they were foreigners and temporary residents on the earth. Now those who say such things make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they're thinking about where they came from, they would have had an opportunity to return. But they now desire a better place a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Wow. So this is this is great. This is great. So 
just remember, we are not the only ones who have trusted God by faith, and we're not the only ones who are called to trust God by faith. This 11th chapter of Hebrews, often dubbed the Faith Hall of Fame, is a litany of people who have discerned God's voice and followed it, trusted it by faith. And when you trust it by faith, faith trust in God's promises. And so we we don't trust in uh, just uh, things that have no substance or come out of nowhere. We trust in what God said, what God said he can do and what God said he will do. And so our faith is, is focused. It is based on a great thing, the promises of Almighty God. And so hearing his voice, discerning his voice, and trusting it by faith also says that we are trusting that God can and will do what he said he will do. And when we do that, we join this innumerable caravan of faith followers in Hebrews 11. What are you thinking, Brenda? The text says that some of these folks in the Faith Hall of Fame died before they saw the promise. And in our day and time, that rocks our faith foundation. We just experienced at our church a young lady to die suddenly, early 40s. She had just done some amazing things and it looked as if she was about to, in our terminology, blow up. And she went to sleep one night and didn't wake up. Members and, and friends from around the country called the pastor to say, hey, why would God do this? Because they only were focused on the earthly things, right? But she died and reached the ultimate promise. When we are um, living by faith, um, trying to honor God by discerning his voice and obeying it, we have to understand that the promise is not tangible things. Yes, we can have an abundant life on this earth. Yes, God is okay with giving us some abund abundance in some instances. However, that's not the promise. The promise goes far beyond this life. The scripture text says that they realized that they were foreigners here. They were just passing through. And I think that that's a challenge for us in living by faith. We have to focus our, focus our attention on the fact that we're just foreigners here. Our promises are not here. Our the, the ultimate end to our lives is not here. It's in glory where we, we will spend eternity worshiping God. We will spend eternity in such an amazing environment that our finite minds don't even have the words to articulate. And so the question in the text is, what are the rewards and the challenges of living by faith? It is focusing on the fact that we are foreigners here. We're just passing through. The promise is in glory. Wow. So this whole idea of discerning God's voice, hearing God's voice, is all wrapped up in this lesson of trusting him by faith. 
All right. So uh, if you're a Bible study teacher, I want you to hold on just for a moment because Brenda is going to give us a one minute teaching tip. But I just want to remind all of us that you need to get your own copy of the U Bible study. You can get it at lifeway.com slash you. That's lifeway.com slash Y-O-U. It is our urban cultural forward Bible study. It comes in paper and digital formats. It has a teacher's guide in the back of the book, daily devotional passages that keep us engaged in the word every day. It comes with a leader's pack to make it easier for us teachers to uh, give great lessons. And it aligns with a Bible studies for life, student and kids curriculum. So there's something for everybody. All right, Brenda, give us our teaching tip for today. All right. I have one minute to encourage you to take your teaching to social media. All right. This time for session number three, we're going to recap. Let's take this time to stop. There are six lessons in this overall unit. We're going to take the time to stop and recap. So on Monday, I want you to recap lesson number one. On Tuesday, lesson two. On Wednesday, lesson three. You got the idea. Well, there are still a couple more days left. So what are you going to do for Friday and Thursday and Friday? I'd like you to put out two of the reading daily readings, two of the daily readings that highlight the upcoming lesson. Why, 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 why would you do this? Number one, it is our responsibility to help to uh, bring conviction through the word of God. And how can we reach the most people through social media? So go ahead, get your social media ready and recap these lessons. All right. Thank you so much for joining us, friends. Uh, Come again for another You Bible Study podcast because you never know where God will take you.